It is. It's me. It's TRG, the Ramblin' Gambler. And I don't give a damn about nothing. I'm singing and bling blinging while the girls are drinking. Long necks down. Welcome to episode 95 of our Casino Combat Podcast. I am your host, TRG, as always, recording live in the glorious Casino Combat Studios in Parts Unknown. That is a real Casino Combat style lyric right there. That's why I had to throw it in. I mean, think about it. We got nothing singing. Bling blingin' and drinking. Not a G in sight there anywhere. Big and Rich nailed that one. Had to bring that along a little bit today. Perfect. Perfect, perfect. Let's get started. Let's do what we need to do. Ladies and gentlemen, non-binary persons, the pretty little thing waiting for the king down in the jungle room. Do not gamble with money you cannot afford to lose. Do not gamble with money you need to pay bills. My past performances are not indicative of anyone's future results, including my own. If you have a gambling problem, contact your local problem gambling hotline. If you do not know how to contact your local problem gambling hotline, send an email to help at casinocombat.com. We will find that number for you and make it available to you. Everything I'm going to share with you in this podcast is based in fact. Facts. Names and dates have been altered to protect the innocent and the guilty. Minor items unrelated to outcomes may be omitted in the interest of brevity and clarity. Yeah, somehow I never managed to do brevity, but <laughs> it fits. It works. You know I try and you know I consistently fail at the brevity part of it, but uh, that's kind of built into the brand. Let's start by diving into what's going on in the Casino Combat Galaxy recently. I mean this humbly. But one of the biggest things happening right now is me, or me and Mrs. TRG. As in, I'm getting ready to take the wife to Atlantic City, and then I think I'm going to Vegas on a quick turnaround to play in a blackjack tournament. It, it's going to be a bit nuts. And all that means that, per usual, last episode I said we were all caught up with real time, and now I'm way behind again. Keep an eye on my social media to keep up with me. I'll try to share what I got going on and then fill you in with the details later. As I had the schedule laid out at this point, card subject to change, of course, but at this point, I think I'm going to turn the microphone over to a friend of mine and his wife that I think you will enjoy meeting next episode. He's a great guy. Take it from me. He and his wife can tell you about a crazy idea that he had a few years ago to live a casino lifestyle in a very creative way. They're getting ready to do a trial run of that theory, and I'm very, very sure you will enjoy hearing about their adventures. After that, I will be back to tell you all about all of my Vegas adventures, assuming I go through with those. The other thing I need to tell you about regarding me and the Casino Combat Galaxy is a big surprise. I know I was surprised. You see, I thought that I had, with my three table wagering systems, TRG Wagering System 1, TR Wagering System 2, Always Be Grindin', and TRG Wagering System 3, The Meta Martingale, I thought I'd pretty much perfected how I want to play table games, how I know to beat table games, consistently beat table games. Specifically, I just take TRG Wagering System 2, layer on The Meta Martingale, which you can also do with TRG Wagering System 1. I thought it was perfect, and I was a bit surprised when my brain subconsciously found a problem that TRG Wagering System 2 does not handle well. A recurring thing that causes you to kind of get stuck where you don't win or lose. I've always considered it part of the grindy nature of the always be grinding system. So my brain sees this pattern and I keep coming back to it and trying to solve it. And then I move on to other things and the pattern happens again and I'm mentally stuck on the fact that I have not solved this yet. And so I solved it. I've been testing for a while now. And I can say with confidence, much to my surprise and amusement and amazement, there is a TRG Wagering System 4, which is still in search of a name. I'm not quite sure what to call it. I thought I was done. I thought I invented what was perfection for me. I thought there wasn't, could not be anything better. And then better kind of discovered itself, just revealed itself to me in an amazing way. It is literally like the Casino Combat Galaxy went, hey, look over here. You missed this. You're missing the solution to this. You need to solve this. You are taking too long. Okay, we give up. As the galaxy, here is the answer. Why didn't you think of it before? I'm going to test just a little bit longer, but in terms of things going on in the galaxy... This is very big. This is very big. This is the galaxy literally revealing a flaw and as a result, a new wagering system. And that is an amazing thing. And thank you very much, squad. And thank you very much, galaxy. Before I had the podcast, I didn't have a squad and I didn't have a galaxy to reveal this stuff to me. 
And so I am grateful to all of you. And uh, I suspect we will bring this to you shortly after a little bit more testing. Enough about me. I've also got news from the squad, and then I'll lay out the battle plan for this episode of our Casino Combat Podcast. Inner Circle member and podcast contributor, Virginia Casino player Doug, sent me an email with some results recently, and I wanted to bring those to all of you with his permission. He says, hey, TRG, I really hope you're having a blast in Las Vegas, which shows you that the timeline is a little bit askew here, right? The Casino Combat Galaxy timeline, we're moving back and forth. We are changing some names and dates to protect the innocent and the guilty. He said, I really hope you're having a blast in Las Vegas, and I'm looking forward to hearing about the Blackjack Tournament. Two episodes from now, I promise. Two episodes from now, we will cover that. Rosie's, and that's the casino near his, uh, one of his work routes. It's a casino that has slot machines based on the results of previous horse races, HHR machines as they're called. So he says, Rosie's has been giving me $5 of free play every Monday for most of this year. Since I first asked you about the HHR machines back in May, I have been able to stop by after work on 11 Mondays. For various reasons, I don't have a bankroll to play slot strategy El Numero Dos yet, but I am following Casino Wisdom number 22 using slot strategy number one. Okay, we have new people here. Let me interject in his email. A slot strategy should not be a thing. I, I may be an idiot and a fool, but I know that there should not be a slot strategy that works. And I've said in the past that if someone had told me that five years ago, I would have just laughed them out of the bar. I would have. I would have told them they were morons. So I don't mind if you tell me that because that's reasonable. However, early in the podcast, I was using a slot strategy that I had theorized. That's good. I had a theory and before the pandemic that I was testing. And as the podcast continues, I'm testing this, testing this, testing, and I'm not talking about it because the podcast is not about slot machines. The podcast is not about slot machines at all. It's about beating table games. More likely, it's mostly about beating blackjack, right? Baccarat, sure. We've explored craps, and we, we know how to beat that now, and that's a very cool thing. But the problem was this slot strategy was actually making us money every month. And it was money that I needed a way to report because I was trying to be as transparent as possible. So I wrote a very short ebook, Casino Combat Slot Tactics, and it is available if you go on the website, casinocombat.com, spell combat with a K, of course, but if you go to casinocombat.com, you will find a section called Fred, after our bot that used to do this job, and in the Fred section, you will be able to download directly, free, 100% free, my approach to playing slots, both slot strategy one, which applies under Casino Wisdom 22, to free slot play, and Slot Strategy El Numero Dos, which will take care of playing slot machines with your own money. And we report those results each and every month. And then we've had some bad months, admittedly. And we've had a lot of really good months. So your mileage may vary. But the slot strategies that uh, VCPD are talking about here, they're all available for you. Help yourself. Grab them. Try them. So he continues. I'm giving you the results in real dollar amounts because the numbers are so small. If you want to convert them to the if I made a dollar a day standard, my number is, and I've redacted that for his privacy. But he's adopted my custom, a custom we're going to talk about here in a little while when we talk about results in the virtual VIP lounge, and he's got a day's pay number. And it was always just an internal thing with me, and then it's become part of the podcast, but it's also becoming parts of other people's approach. And that is... Look, we got listeners all over the globe. We got squad members all over the globe. Some of them, you know, $15 a day is a lot of money. And that's their day's pay number. And if I told them my day's pay number, their minds would be blown away. And we've got New York investment bankers that listen and go to New Jersey all the time and play in Atlantic City. And if I told them my day's pay number, they would say, I just pick up the phone and make a phone call. Why are you making a big deal out of this? The point is, and as VCPD alludes to, we all have our day's pay number. And you can share that with squad mates or you cannot. You can make that private. You can make that public. I don't feel like it's my job to decide that for Z VCPD. So we're going to redact that out. And I'm just going to use his real numbers because this is an illustration of the application of Casino Wisdom number 22. And that's what I want to focus on. So I'm going to give you his, his real numbers here. Besides testing this Casino Wisdom, it has also been good practice to show up play and leave without pulling real money out of my pocket when I don't have the proper bankroll set up. And my comment here is 
you know, I've never met VCPD in person. I've talked to him on the phone once. We did an interview. We've emailed back and forth a few times. The level of patience and discipline that he consistently displays is incredible. It takes some people a lifetime of failure to realize they're never going to get to this level of patience and discipline. And he's right. He's got an opportunity on a place he normally goes for work to stop by, get some free slot play, and take some free money. And it does take practice to go in and do that and not to be tempted to go, oh, I'm just going to throw in 20 bucks, or oh, I'm just going to throw in 10 bucks, or I'm just throw throw 100 bucks, whatever it is, to walk in to decide up front that you do not have the money to play properly and to just get the free stuff and leave is an incredible skill. It's one that I use all the time, all the time. I go to the horse tracks, I stop in, I collect my free stuff, I collect my free slot play, I collect my free meals, I run it through the slot machine using... TRG slot strategy number one, and I take the money and leave. And I sometimes do that for months and months and months and months, and then my slot play goes down enough that I throw in some money in and play through with TRG slot strategy El Numero Dos and start the process all over again. To continue from VCPD's email, he says, I don't know if it's a licensing issue or something else, but Rosie's doesn't have any of the slot machines you suggested. Well, that stinks. I like being right about everything. I can't, well, that's a bummer. I, the machines I named are normally machines I expect to find almost everywhere. So that's interesting. He says, the following results are from a game called the Big Green Money Machine. I played 25 spins at 20 cents each each, and cashed out any time I won any amount. So here's his results. Day one, $5 free play turned into $3.50. Day two, same free play. Going to have same free play all the way down. In fact, I'm just going to go ahead and give you the results. Day two, $8.80. Day three, $2.10. Day four, $0.92. Cents. I've had that day. I've had that day where your free play doesn't turn into hardly anything. And imagine that, right? He does more than half on day one. He does almost double on day two what he was given. On day three, he gets eh, roughly half of what he was given. He's thinking, I got this down. And he gets to day four and he gets 92 cents. He gets less than 20%. But day five, $4.30. Day six, $2.25. Day seven, $8.55. Day eight, buck ninety. Day nine, uh, $3.80. Day 10, $2.40. Day 11, home run day, $12.40. Total free play received, $55 turned into $50.92 cash money. He says, that's right, I put almost 93% of the free play I was given into my pocket as real cash. I appreciate people taking the time to not only prove that what I've said works, but to document it and to share it. I think it means a whole lot more when you hear this from someone else other than me, someone I've never met, someone taking what they've learned here and directly applying it. And I appreciate VCPD for doing that. He says, I know this is a lot more than the 50% return you normally expect, but that still would have been fine with me. Also, I expect when I can get into casino, into a casino regularly, the free play offers will be quite a bit higher. And that's true. So instead of $20 a month in free play, I would think 100 to 200 a month is possible. I would take 50% of that any time. As always, keep up the great work, VCPD. He's right. He's absolutely right. And he gets it and he understands it and he's implementing it and he's sharing that implement implementation with all of you. And uh, thank you, VCPD. A very disciplined approach, a solid casino combat approach. The journey to being a profitable gambler doesn't have any specific starting point. VCPD is giving us a great illustration of that. Using what is available to him on a schedule that works in his life, he is turning free air, free nothing, imaginary money given to him for free, into cash. And that cash can, if he wishes, eventually build into a bankroll. He is proving, right before our eyes, that you literally could start with nothing, and you can still do this. And you can still add cash into your life doing this. I certainly, as I said, appreciate the illustration. Thank you again for the update, VCPD. Battle plan wise, I've got a very simple one for you. I am going to do a brief results segment today. Then I'm going to do a moment of casino wisdom and review a wisdom we've talked about in the past. Often the threads of my life 
point me in a creative direction for an episode. In all the moving and packing and unpacking, I came across some old notes on a thought experiment I did decades ago. And then I had a discussion with another gambler that was fun, funny, and ties right into that old experiment. It should be a fun story. It should be an informative segment. I am going to try to help you change your mind on some things. I am going to try to illustrate some things that are hard to do, but powerful if you can do them. We're going to finish up, as always, in the Virtual VIP Lounge and recap the month of July 2022 and run down all the results. So, a pretty simple, straightforward approach to this episode. Let's do results real quick, and then we can get to the good stuff. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, I called this result, so I'm going to assume that T-Rex threw the calculator in front of what I'm about to say, and we are going to do results. We're going to talk about results, and we're going to talk about results kind of in the new way, but I'm fudging a little bit this episode. This is the results for the second half of July. I did a lot of gambling locally, and I was just getting ready to take Mrs. TRG on an anniversary trip to Atlantic City. And a little bit of that Atlantic City trip happened to be the last two days of the month of July. And I'm going to include those totals in this episode, but I'm not going to talk to you about that little bit of the trip. I'm not going to talk about that at all today. Stick with me. Trust TRG to make good when he tells you, listen next episode, and I think it will all make sense, and you will enjoy things a great deal. So the numbers are here, but no details about the little bit of the AC trip that happened in July. As I said, trust me, all things will be made clear, and I believe we will all enjoy them a great deal. And that's why I'm doing them this way, because I try to do this in a way that we will all enjoy. At this point, Gambling is almost an everyday activity, at least five days out of seven, sometimes more. So we are, as a squad, we are out of doing results table by table. And we are even out of day by day mode. It just does not make sense to me. And as always, if you disagree, if you like the other way better, if you really want to hear 45 minutes of every day, every comp, every table, let me know. I'm willing. My sense of it is you're not going to be entertained. And that end of every day, this this has to be entertaining. I won money every visit. Every visit, I won money. And that said, let me pull out some highlights for you from the gambling I did locally. If you are new, if this is your first time, there is a full-service casino in my city, as well as a slot parlor at a horse track that is part of the same local brand, and an MGM horse track with slots as well. Each week, I rotate through the slot places to get a variety of comps, gifts, and free slot play. Much like VCPD just described, stop in, get my stuff, and leave. And at least five days a week, I visit my local full-service casino and, again, get free stuff, free bets, free meals, etc., 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 etc. Wow, there's no results here. There's no results here at all. How can there not be, be any results here? Okay, okay, somebody messed this up. Let me look. Stick with me. Let me take a look. Let me find the results. They're supposed to be right here in front of me. Uh, da, 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 da. yeah. Oh, we did fine. 36 and a half. Call it 36 and a half days pay in 15 days. Not bad. Not sure why that wasn't written down here for me, but 36 and a half days pay, which is why repeating this over and over would get a little bit boring in my opinion. Got all the free stuff, got all the free bets, played the way I've been playing. Uh, admittedly testing the new TRG wagering system a little bit as I've gone along here, but plenty of money. Money was not the issue or the challenge, was it? 35 days pay in 15 days, uh, that's better than a job. A job pays you 20 days pay in 30-ish days, right? Am I getting that right? Most people go to work roughly 20 days out of 30, you know, five days a week, four weeks in a month. They, they go to work 20 days, they get 20 days pay. In addition to my regular job, I went to my local casinos, all three of them, and in 15 days with a couple days off, uh, seventh day, God, blah, 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 um, not to be blasphemous, um, 
15 days, 35 days pay. So you can see why I don't think you just want to hear that over and over again. So let me pull some highlights from the gambling I did locally. Once again, leaving a couple days off for uh, future endeavors. Let's go with future endeavors. So first very cool thing that happens. Have a quick hit, go in, get my money, leaving my local casino. And then I've got a bit of a ritual as I leave my, my local casino. It is more common to get recognized, but... You know, let's be honest. TRG is a character that I play on the internet. It's not really me, although more and more people are calling me TRG, and that's fine. I'm on the cusp of introducing myself that way a little bit. But there's an aspect of me entering the casino on a daily basis where I kind of go away and TRG takes over. Uh, rings go from pockets to fingers. Um, sometimes like Mr. Rogers, there's a footwear change depending on where I've been earlier in the day. Sometimes not. There are some adjustments. I am definitely getting out of me mode and into TRG mode when I'm going into the casino. And now in this particular day, I've been in the casino. I've done the TRG thing. I've got the money. And so as we're walking out, rings are going into pockets. I'm a little less TRG with each step because I'm putting myself back in the real world and out of the casino world. And as I get to the elevator, uh, a guy's kind of looking at me for a second and he goes, TRG? And I said, yeah, of course. And he goes, I'm Starving Artist. (laughs) So Starving Artist is one of our Excelsior Brigade members, and it was really cool to run into him, and it was really cool. I wish we'd have known it. I wish we could have maybe done a little more of it together, but he and I had literally, on the previous like hour and a half, run the same exact course. We'd both gone to the MGM place. We'd both gotten our free stuff. We'd both gotten to the slot parlor. We both got a meal, so we may have been eating at the same time and didn't even recognize each other. I usually don't TRG up when I go into the slot place. I'm not there that long. I don't need that much. We picked up our free uh, plates, I think it was, maybe bowls, but we picked up our free gift. We picked up our free slot play. He'd gotten gas comped at at the, the MGM stop, and he had just stopped in to get his uh, gift cards for the local grocery store and to play his free slot play. And he was going to be home just in time to have dinner with his his family. His daughter was just getting home from school. He was right on track. So very cool to to run into him, to to get to see him briefly. It had been better if we'd have run into each other going in, but sounds like he was on a t- sounded like he was on a tight schedule. I was on a tight schedule. We were both leaving. It worked out absolutely great. A while back. Some things happened, and they're casino-related, but they're really not podcast-related. And I was sharing that with uh, with someone I really trust. He kind of took a really cool approach, in which he definitely didn't agree with the choices I'd made. And he kind of, you know, said, what's done is done. Now you just got to buy the coffee to make up for it. That was kind of uh, the penance I was given, if you will. Uh, or that's the way I treated it. it he may not have meant it that way. But that's the way I've treated it. You got to buy the coffee. So I've been trying to buy the coffee. And and I got a lot of red to take off my leisure. So I got a lot of coffee to buy. And I got to do that in a really, really cool way. And I bring this up not in any way. You know, I sometimes pat myself on the back for dramatic effect. That's not the point of this little pullout from, from my week. But rather, I want to show with this story uh, about this person I met that when you know and understand your status in a casino, even when other people don't, there are things you can do to make things better for everyone. So in this particular case, I'm sitting at the bar, I'm done for the day, I'm going through my notes. It's become more and more a thing to go through my notes, to go through everything, to count everything out, to make sure that all the accounting is right. So I'm, 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 I'm having a quick sip, and, and I'm going through my notes, and these, these three guys come in, and... You know, they're talking, 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 and the one guy is just like, I'm dragging. He goes, I, guys, I know we're supposed to do this and this, but I'm, I need some caffeine. And so the bartender comes over and he says, do you have coffee? And she says, no, our, 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 we're, we got to make another pot. Somebody let it burn down and they got another pot coming. I don't have any coffee right now. And he goes, okay, how much is a Red Bull? And she tells him it's like six bucks. And he goes, yeah, okay, I, I can't do that. Now here's the here's the secret. Here's the knowing how casinos work part. Here's leveraging what I know to buy the coffee, if you will. In this case, it's buy the caffeine. So 
she the bartender's standing right there, and she has the Red Bull in her hand unopened. Players at the third and fourth tier in this casino get free Red Bull. Everybody gets free coffee. It's available. Everybody gets free soda. Everybody gets free water. But you don't get free Red Bull until you get to the third and fourth tier. And so I just looked at her, and she knows me. I know her. We've known each other for a while. And I just said, hey, could I have that Red Bull? And she goes, oh, yeah, sure. Here you go. And I tip her. And then I said to the guy, hey, here, did you want this Red Bull? He goes, oh, you didn't buy a Red Bull for me, did you? I said, no, no. I said, I get Red Bulls for free because I told him what tier I'm at. I said, and, and you know, I, I, I heard you, you needed caffeine, but this is kind of not something you wanted to spend money on. I just figured, why not help you out? And he's like, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. This is great. I really appreciate this. And then, of course, he says to his friends, this guy knows what's going on. Everybody knows what's going on in that regard. Uh, if they've been there just a little while, these are just people who came to the casino to meet before going and doing whatever else they were going to do. And it was uh, it was wonderful that I could take something that I can get for free, stay in the rules of the reward system, leverage what I know, leverage what perks I get, and help somebody out that didn't want to buy a Red Bull for six bucks and have it mess up their night. And so I was thrilled to get to do that, thrilled to get to, uh, to buy that coffee just a little bit. Let's see what else do I have here. <laughs> okay. Um, you know... I always like to tell you about my mistakes in the hopes that you won't make them. And I, I often like to tell you about things that are podcast related. So I got a little bit of both from you here. I got a little bit of both parts. Had a great blackjack run. Had a little time on my hands. Stopped at the craps table. Thought I'd see if Gabriel was around. He was, but he was just getting ready to head out. And I decide, you know... I'm just, craps is kind of takes too long, but um, I'm just going to quickly, I'm just going to grab a hundred bucks, right? I'm just going to grab a quick hundred just to kind of boost what I did for, uh, for the trip. Uh, grab a quick hundred. Shouldn't be that big a deal. And I got close, got close to winning that and then probably should have been ready to walk away. And then people wanted to talk about the podcast, and I kind of got talking about the podcast. And then it turns out that one of the dealers that I've never met before is a big fan. And she was fangirling just a little bit. And so I was trying to stick around and talk to her because she was, you know, I said when you meet celebrities, we're all just gamblers till you make yourself a fan. That's one of our casino wisdoms. You know, when you're a dealer and, and, you, and you meet me, we are all just gamblers till you make yourself a fan. And she definitely made herself a fan. And I'm not really used to dealing with that. That's, that's something that I don't deal with particularly often. So I stuck around a little bit longer than I should have and, and talked to her a little bit and answered a couple questions for her and some other questions about the podcast. And by the time I was done with that, I'd actually lost some money, which was annoying. And so in my notes, I put, you stuck around too long. You didn't pay attention. You were too busy trying to service the podcast and take care of those things. And, and you ended up losing money. And now you have to go to the blackjack table and fix it. Because see, now I'm below my day's pay number. I said, now you have to go to the blackjack table and fix it. I wonder if you will or if you will regret this. I do do that. You are seeing my true in, internal mental process. I do sometimes leave myself notes in my app on things like this. Because when I then read them, I will read down and a couple lines later, I will see the results and I will know if in this case I fixed things or I regretted it. And I'm happy to report that I did fix things and I was very disciplined. I won back the money I'd lost. I won back the, I won the additional money I had wanted to win and I got out the door with more than what I want to win every day. What else? What else? Let me see here. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, uh, I actually get asked once in a while about more Mrs. TRG information, and we will try to uh, accommodate that request as we get the opportunity. But uh, with schools out for summer, with Mrs. TRG trying to kind of sort out, uh, I think I've talked about this. If I haven't, uh, I know I've said my wife's a teacher, and, and she is really getting ready to start her final year of teaching. We'll see. Things can change. Card subject to change. But uh, she's thinking she's going to retire at the end of the year. And we're starting to look at what our lives look like when she's retired. She's trying to sort out her post-work life. And so she got some really good offers from our local casino as a result of being down there a little bit this summer with me. And so she's been going with me. Thursday is gift 
card day for our local grocery store. And her gift card is actually better than mine for whatever reason. And so she's been going with me on Thursday. We've been making it a couple's trip. We go down, we grab the gift cards, we eat a free dinner somewhere that they comp. And that's been interesting because we normally only do, it's it's an adjustment for us. It's her seeing my world not as taking her on trips and us going through a trip together. It's her seeing the idea that I need X dollars each time we go. And her losing some and me winning some, if I don't cover her losses, I didn't win enough. And sometimes she's ready to take a break and I've just got to go finish winning the money. And she's starting to see that. And then this really interesting thing happened. She's been trying to decide if she maybe wants to substitute teach a little bit after she finishes her teaching career. She doesn't really think she wants to, but she's been looking into it. She's been gathering information and... You know, I have my day's pay number, that number that I want to go in and win each day. Well, she found out how much they paid substitute teachers, and that is now becoming her daily pay number. That's becoming her day's pay. She knows how much substitute teachers get paid, and she quite frankly looked at me and said, okay, that settles it. I can win that amount of money every day going to the casino. It's not even hard. And... She has been experimenting with that a little bit. She has been playing around with the idea that when she goes down with me on a Thursday or when we go down for brunch on Sunday and I'm trying to win my number, that she's just trying to win hers and be done. And that means she has taken that next step from being a recreational gambler that knows how to win many times to being a pro and having a goal and having a target. And it is fascinating to me that From my point of view, standing back a little bit, she is absolutely correct. If that amount of money is what they're going to give her for a roughly eight-hour day of substitute teaching and dealing with random elementary school children in random classrooms, she should just come down with me and just make her days pay that way. It will be much, much easier, and it is a relatively small number that will be relatively easy for her to do and easy for me to fix if it doesn't work out on some particular day. And that doesn't mean there won't be days where she just fails. That happens. We're just going to try to win the month. But it's just been fascinating to watch that mental process with her, that kind of evolution, that kind of looking a year out and going, yeah, if I'm tempted to go back and teach, I should just go with my husband and win that amount of money because it will be very easy to do. Oh, and the other thing, that's the other thing. Because she's been doing more of this, we had a moment, we had a couple's moment where I said, she said, I don't know if I'm going to play. I'm telling this wrong. Let me tell it right. I said, I've got to go to tier three. I'm going to go back in high limit. And she said, well, I'm not doing very well. What should I do? And I said, it doesn't matter. You can do whatever makes sense to you. I trust your process. This is just my process. And I said, if you want to go to the bar, when you know some people there, if you want to play some more, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, as we're getting in the car, it all worked out. I won money. She won money. It was all fine. She wasn't upset. But she looked at me and she goes, you you said I could do whatever I want, but I can't because I don't have the money. You have the money. So full backstory, pre-podcast, I carried all the money. Somewhere early in the podcast, because of the pandemic, we had to gamble separately. And so we put together uh, a purse specifically for my wife that had everything she needed to play without me being present. So she had enough money to buy in at the biggest table she was going to buy in. She had a little extra money to play slots. She had some, some debit cards and credit cards so that if she needed to buy something, she could buy something if she decided to go shopping. An ID, of course. And that's worked great. Because when we have to separate, I know she's she's okay. She's not going to run into a situation. Well, what she was pointing out is she was kind of in a situation because she only had enough for one buy-in. Now, I did the first buy-in for her, but I was leaving and that was almost gone. And she was having to decide if she was going to keep playing or not play. She didn't have the ability to necessarily move her bets up. She was right. There was a gap. We had built for things as they were two plus years ago, not as things as they are now. So what we've done with a lot of these winnings is we've now built up her walking around money 
so that it's basically the same as my walking around money. She's not going to have enough to do an aggressive meta martingale, but she's got three full buy-ins. So that's a kind of full disclosure thing. Mrs. TRG's unit size went up. Mrs. TRG's day's pay has been determined. And we have drastically increased her walking around money by adding winnings to what she has so that she's now walking around fully, fully, fully funded to do what needs to be done. All right, it was a great two weeks. That launched me into a crazy busy, what I'm sure will be a crazy busy three weeks coming up. I will give you full results for the month at the end of the episode in the virtual VIP lounge. But first, let's have a moment of casino wisdom. Casino wisdom start with knowledge or information about how casinos work or how gamblers behave and function in a casino and adds an action to be taken in certain situations. And for this episode, I wanted to revisit casino wisdom number 42, which is have a winning mindset or don't gamble. And let me take a quick break. We have had a bunch of casino wisdoms. Inner Circle member Keeper of Wisdom was kind enough early in the podcast to make a correct official list because if we're all being honest, I mangled the numbers a few times. I used different numbers in a few different episodes. Poor record keeping and he noticed it and he went through and fixed it. So on the website in the Fred section, there is the official book of Casino Wisdoms. It is a full list of all the Casino Wisdoms and the first episode where they were discussed. So if you're new to this, you may want to go take a look. You may want to see. It may give you a roadmap to some episodes you want to listen to because, uh, as I said last week, the Casino Wisdoms are the third and fourth year of your college education or a part thereof in terms of being good at the game of casino gambling. So we're going to talk about Casino Wisdom 42 today. Have not talked about it in a while. And sometimes the action part of a Casino Wisdom is very easy. This one certainly is not. This is not an easy thing to do. This is, in fact, one of the more difficult aspects of casino combat. Controlling your mind, your mindset, and your emotions can be very difficult. And that's why I wanted to offer some notes on this topic today. I mentioned in the intro that a combination of some old notes and a casino encounter prompted this segment. And actually, that old experiment, that old set of notes, has kind of been on my mind a lot revolving around Casino Wisdom number 42 for a while now. And that may be why why I came across those notes, quite frankly. It fits in with what I'm trying to talk about here today. The encounter at the casino just kind of brought the whole thing into focus for me. So I want to give you the background on the experiment first, the experiments themselves, some thoughts, and then I'll cap it off with the casino part to kind of bring it all into focus, or at least I hope it'll bring it all into focus. So this first part is not going to seem casino-related, but I think I'm going to make it casino-relatable for you. That's what I'm going to try to do. Back in the 60s and 70s, he said, having not looked it up, uh, there was a gentleman named Timothy Leary, and he was a psychologist and a psychiatrist, and he was a big believer in the benefits of LSD, as a treatment, as a way of inner knowledge, not necessarily as a recreational drug where it ended up being used. He started from a different place and he did a number of non-drug related things. He wrote a variety of articles that were not necessarily substance based in any way. Decades and decades and decades ago, I, I read one of those. Uh, someone I worked with had recommended it to me and the article that was written was about a thought experiment that Timothy Leary did. And it kind of, I'm paraphrasing, I did not go back and do the research, I'm digging into my brain, but it kind of went like this. He decided that he was going to, for six weeks, believe passionately that the number 23 was magical, that the number 23 was divine, that the number 23 was inspirational, and he was going to observe the universe from that mindset. He was going to perceive everything around him. He was going to perceive reality as if this were true. It was going to be his mindset that the number 23 was magical and divine and inspirational. And the thing he discovered and wrote about extensively was how often taking that mindset, 
that reality appeared to him to confirm what he had chosen to believe. He would see the number 23 everywhere. And derivatives of 23. 2 times 3, 2300, 46, which is 23 times 2. He would see this number everywhere. It would confirm his belief that the number 23 was important in his life. And I thought, that's really, really interesting. That's really, really fascinating. Let me try to do that myself. And so I did, and I confirmed his experiment. I would be driving down the highway. This is before there were GPSs. I would know I had to go to go such and such a distance that I was going to drive down this road and I was going to get to a DuPont exit. And I would get there and the DuPont exit would be exit number 23 or 2323 or 2300. I would take rapid transit. I would take public transportation. And the car that pulled up to take me, the train that pulled up, the trolley, the whatever, would have the number 23 in it. The number 23 appeared everywhere because of course it would because the number 23 is magical and divine and is my inspiration. All I had done there was force myself with the help of a brilliant man whose work I could not have recreated. But all I had done there was tell my brain to pay attention to what was important to me. And so my next thought was, well, okay, how does that help? How does that do any good? I mean, it's all fine and wonderful, and it proves an esoteric point, and it demonstrates how the human mind works, but what's the practical value of that? So I did another experiment. I applied this knowledge, and I decided I was going to believe passionately for six months that money was everywhere and I was just going to find it. That there was just found money, just free money to be found everywhere. And I was going to take that money, I was going to put it in a jar, and I was going to see if that turned out to be true. And it did. I filled a jar with pennies, nickels, dimes, quarters, couple dollars, couple five dollar bills, but virtually every day I would find money. I would get out the gas station to put gas in my car, there'd be a quarter on the ground probably was always a quarter on the ground. I just never observed it because I had not told myself that it would happen. So I was missing it. I found money everywhere. And I'm not saying, oh, I found $500 or $1,000. No, but the universe did in fact meet my mindset. And by my belief that I was going to find money everywhere, I did find money everywhere. And I did fill jars with money. The experiment did work. In fact, I ended up doing it for three or four years. I'm not sure why I stopped, quite frankly. I ended up doing it for an extended period of time. I was constantly finding money. Timothy Leary's experiments prompted me to do my own experiment and then my own follow-up experiment, and I found out that mindset and expectations drive results. Perception is reality. What you believe will determine your outcomes. These experiments proved it. At least they proved it to me. And you can do these experiments yourself and see if it proves true for you. Maybe you're different than me. Maybe Timothy and Leary and I are similar and you're different and this won't work for you. I can't prove that this will work for everyone. What I am saying is I'm convinced it's true because I did the experiments. If you don't think it's correct, do the experiments. Try. What do you got to lose? How is your life hurt? If you believe that the tw number 23 is going to recur in your life. And then here's the crazy part. I do have a friend that did it and he picked 45. For no reason. He just picked 45. It showed up everywhere for him. So it's not the number 23. It's how you tell your mind to perceive what's around you. What you prioritize. What's important. What you expect to have happen. So now let me tell you about the casino encounter. Now that I've laid that groundwork, let me tell you about the casino encounter. And this is fun I'm, I'm going to twist all these concepts around for you several times here in several different ways within this one little casino story. I'm in my local casino. I'm at a blackjack table. Guy comes in. He's a big talker. He's a big personality. He's big energy. We quickly find out that he's from New York. He's a, an investment broker, banker, something. I don't know. He explained it to me twice. I never figured out exactly what it is he did. He does due diligence on commercial real estate deals for independent third parties or some big set of words that I couldn't really parse. And he just he was in town for sporting events. 
He'd just come into town to watch his team play, just, you know, in having fun. And so he buys in for 200 bucks, loses it quickly, then another 200 and he starts to win a little bit. And a young lady stops over, and relationship wasn't clear. Could have been sister, could have been girlfriend, could have been date, could have been friend of a friend. Wasn't clear. But she stops over, and he says he's going to play a little bit. And she says, okay, I'm going to hang out. And he gives her some money. So she leaves, and we're talking and joking and playing. And he gets a pair of tens and he asks if he should split tens. And he says, I know, I know. Um, only if I want to have a fight in the parking lot. So I won't. And so I tell him the AC bodybuilder story. And I guess that means that's what my notes say. If you're not familiar with the AC bodybuilder story, here's the quick version. I'm in Atlantic city playing blackjack, me, Mrs. TRG, lady old enough to be our grandmother, and a bodybuilder. Huge muscles. Muscles on top of his muscles. His muscles have muscles my muscles don't even know about. And he asks me about splitting tens. And I say, well, you should split tens if you're sure you can win the fight in the parking lot. And from the looks of things, that will be a very easy fight for you. So you should go ahead and do whatever you want. And he took a look at my stack of chips. And he said... Well, you look like a man who might be able to afford a security detail. I'll just wave and and stay pat. And so I I tell him the quick version of this story. And he kind of looks at me and he goes, he was right. You look like someone who knows how things work, how to get things done, and who can get them done. Am I right? And I say, couldn't be further from the truth. And he says, he just kind of nods and he says, which is what you're trained to say. Okay, I get it. He has now decided what his perception of me is and what the reality is as a result of that. And a few hands later, I have a, a big hand, a, a big bet out, and I have a double out, and I draw a good but not great card, and the dealer draws a five card 21, which means the dealer had a couple chances to bust, and New York guy looks at the dealer and says, do you know who you're dealing with here? This guy just ruined your credit score while you thought he was looking at his watch. Do not mess around with the wrong people. This guy is the wrong people to be messing with. You need to make sure he wins. Notice his perception of me is completely creating a false reality for him. And frankly, I like it. I like it a lot. See, for years, I tried to fit the casino's stereotype of the lucky drunk. The guy who is just winning randomly and too drunk to have any skills. In some cases, I've dumped more free drinks into the bathroom stall or into a plant than I've consumed to create that right impression. And that's an easy impression to build in Las Vegas or AC if people don't know you. It's difficult to pull off at a local casino where you're a regular and everyone knows you do well and do well consistently. If you've listened over time, you know I bought a vest because I needed to carry more stuff and I decided not to get a handbag. In the process, I stumbled into a persona that people make incorrect assumptions about all the time. And those are useful, incorrect assumptions. And I'm happy with that. This gentleman's perception created a false reality as it related to me and a losing reality for himself. Let me finish up his story. Over time, New York guy builds his first $400 into about $900. Then he loses a little. The girl he gave the money to stops back. He was concerned, was she having a good time? Did she want to go? Did she need some food? And she shows him the slot ticket and says, I started from the bottom, now I'm here. So... Obviously, the money he had given her, she had grown. She had increased the amount of money she had. And she says, if you're still playing, I'm going to go play some more. And he said, fine, I'll come find you as soon as I lose this. Think about that. She is ahead on what he gave her. He is ahead. He has mostly doubled his money. They are ahead enough to have a wonderful evening, to eat a fancy meal, to blow a bunch of money at a club, to do anything they would like to do. And his mindset is, I'll come find you once I've lost all of this. He has created a reality in which he knows he will lose. He has done exactly the opposite of the Timothy Leary experiment. He is doing the exact opposite of this casino wisdom. His reality is, He knows he will lose. I wonder if his reality will be confirmed. I've created a reality in which I'm an expert. 
I've created a rally in which people don't want to mess with me. I expect to win. Both New York guy and I get to live our reality. He lost. He left. I won my day's pay. I left. When you expect to win, when you have a winning mindset, you will win. Your brain will find a way to make that reality happen. Conversely, if you are like New York guy, if you're like NY guy, you know you're going to lose. You're going to lose. That's just the way it goes. You've decided to lose. And funny thing is, your brain will create that reality as well. Your brain will find a way to make that happen. Before I wrap up this moment of casino wisdom, I just realized I went through another example of this and it's been bugging me. It's been bugging me because of the reaction I got and I kind of forgot about it, but it came back real quick here as we're talking about this. Let me share that very quickly and then we will move on. So I'm playing blackjack, no surprise there. I'm joined by a younger guy that is clearly an experienced casino guest. He buys in for $1,000, and when asked if he wants any black chips, he says sure, and then he says to me, easier to lose that way, know what I mean? And I nod and smile like an animated penguin in a zoo. Gwen, that was for you. Hope you got that one, Gwen. Um, (laughs) So this continues for about 30 minutes. He'll lose a hand just betting random amounts all over the board. And when he loses, he says to me or the dealer, that's how it goes. Know what I mean? And each time I'm just in penguin mode, nodding and smiling. And after a while, I start to feel really bad for the guy as he goes through a second thousand and keeps telling me that's how it goes. Know what I mean? So finally, I reach my limit on this. I've nodded and I've smiled way too many times. And he says, oh, geez, yeah, you know what I mean? Always losing. And I just looked at him. I said, no. I don't know what you mean. I win consistently. I do a podcast that teaches what I know to anyone who would like to listen. It's free. Would you like information? And he looks at me and his hands go up and he's like, no, 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 no. And he's backing away a step or two and his hands are outstretched. And he's like looking at me afraid. And he got real quiet. He stopped talking to anybody. He lost the rest of his money and he left just a little bit later. So apparently, and this is what's been bugging me, why was he afraid? Why did someone saying to him, I do a podcast, it's free, I don't know what you mean about always losing, why was that scary to him? And he was, he was terrified. Apparently in his mind, not knowing you're going to lose, the idea that someone would teach him not to lose was a scary idea. And I don't get it, and I don't know why, and as I said, it continues to bug me. But our mindset, as these two individuals demonstrate, our mindset and perceptions play a part in determining our outcomes. How people perceive us can also determine our casino experience and outcomes. Casino Wisdom number 42 exists to remind us that we control all of that. We control how we are perceived, and we win if we have a winning mindset. Others lose because they have an expectation of losing. We are responsible for setting our own expectations. And Casino Wisdom number 42 teaches us that. And Mr. Leary's experiments and my experiments validate that. And now these anecdotal incidents from the casino and my life reinforce that. And that, I thought, was a neat little thing to bring to you today when we talked about this and had our moment of casino wisdom. The fun part every month, at least the fun part for me, let's adjourn to the virtual VIP lounge and sort out the results for July and see how I did. A little bit of the bubbly. Feedspot.com has named our Casino Combat podcast the number one must-listen-to podcast as it relates to gambling for 2022. That is a big honor. It's a huge honor. It's kind of a stunning honor, obviously, but it makes sense. I've been telling you that the Virtual VIP Lounge is the most must-listen-to segment in Casino Lifestyle Podcasting each and every episode for quite a while now, and our lounge is open. We have virtually everything, virtually all the time, but we only have virtually everything. We are actually out of artisanal still water today, And I'm not sure why, but we do have locally bottled handcrafted soda and pop, as well as fancy bottled waters, both still and sparkling. T-Rex, call the artisanal still water people, see if we can get that situation sorted out. You know, I'm expecting guests in the virtual VIP lounge next week. I'm expecting friends to do this for me, and we need to have the artisanal still water sorted out by then. 
That's got to be a priority, and I'm going to be traveling, so it's going to be on T-Rex. If it doesn't happen, it's T-Rex's fault. We also have the newly opened virtual buffet ready to go today, so grab a snack, grab a drink. If in real life you would like to join me, press pause, pour something you would like, make a snack that you would like. I'm going to do a small amount of Crown Peach Royal today as we discuss results for July 2022. And sorry, this is where it gets repetitive if you're a regular listener, and I appreciate all of you who listen regularly so very, very much. And I will try to say that more often because you need to know I appreciate it. But if you're new, if you've never listened to one of these before, the core concepts of Casino Combat, the pillars of excellent in all aspects of execution of living a casino lifestyle and winning the game of casino gambling every month, one of the premises is, one of the core concepts is, Hmm, I think I got my plurals wrong there. But one of the main ideas is we gamble for the month. We don't gamble for the day. Don't gamble for the table. Don't gamble for the machine. Take it as it comes. Look at your results at the end of a month. Look at both what you were given, what you spent, and what you lost. And so we take a little time at the end of every month to review those. And if you've been listening, if you've not been listening, that's even more important. If you've been listening, you know. If you have not been listening, you don't know that there are months where I come on and I tell you I lost. And I tell you how much I lost. And I tell you why I think I lost it. And we break it down. I'm not ashamed. I'm Sometimes it's difficult. It's not my favorite. June of last year, June of 21, was definitely not one of my favorites. Point is, if I lose, I lose. And I tell you I lost, and I try to figure out why I lost, and that is the value I've found in this. That's the value I've gotten from doing this with you, and it is a process I encourage you to do yourself. And if you do it on an annual basis because you only gamble a few times a year, cool. If you do it on a weekly basis because you gamble five days a week and you think that's better than monthly, cool. Not a problem. I'm good with all that. I do this to establish trust. I do this because I would not expect anyone to listen to what I say works if I don't prove it works and show the flaws. In fact, I recall the first six, seven months of this, I was starting to be worried because we weren't losing. And I was starting to worry that it sounded like fiction. So I'm not happy with the losing months, but I'm, I'm real that the losing months happen. I'm also not bragging. Other people do much better than this. Other people play much bigger. Other people have much bigger results. Other people get way better comps. Other people do a variety of things where um, on a pure metrics basis, they're doing better than me. And that's okay. This is me. This is what I do. This is reality podcasting. And I try to convey that as well as I can. So here we go. I have a day's pay number. It is the day's, the amount of money I want to make if I go to the casino, if my customers did not pay me on a particular day. As I said earlier in the episode, to make this as transparent as possible without giving numbers that some people would find trivial and other people would find huge, I divide everything by my day's pay number. If your day's pay number is different, multiply by your day's pay number. If you make $50 a day, multiply all my numbers by 50. If you make $5,000 a day, multiply all my numbers by 5,000. Then you will know how this amount of money would affect your life. So let's take a look. Table games for the month of July, 2022. And I will remind you that the first two days of July, the first two days of July, I had tier three losses back to back. I got smacked two days in a row for a full t- for a full tier three Meta Martingale fail. That's uh, six, seven days pay, eight days pay without looking. It's a big chunk. Despite that, finished the month $42.79 on the dollar a day scale. If I earned $1 a day, I would have earned almost $43. Keep in mind, the goal is 20. If I do 20, dollars a month I'm doing well I'm very happy everything in my life is good so more than doubled what I wanted to try to do for the month I played 132 blackjack tables 63 winning 69 losing we're seeing some of what we saw in June here which is that with the meta martingale in place with TRG wagering system 3 fully implemented I can have more losing tables than winning tables and still come out on the right side of things financially. 
And that is an interesting trend. That is a bit of a different trend than before I had the Meta Martingale in place, where winning months involved winning just a few more tables than losing. Being able to take more losing tables than winning and still win is is really great. I played I played four craps tables, one winning table, three losing tables, and honestly, I did go back and look through the notes. There are at least two tables where I was playing just to hang out. In the one case, and I know I know I don't normally do um, these numbers, but I have one craps table where the note is played with Gabriel and level 33 to see if there would be drama. There wasn't drama. I was bored. Minus $10. So I'm not saying I won't come around to more craps. I'm planning to do a bubble craps experiment and, and learn some about that. But just not a lot of craps play. You know, not a not a lot of crafts play going on at all. Some of it as much for amusement or information as for actual wins. And some notes that I just kind of got bored. What do we know about this? We know that I found using TRG Wagering System 2 on the don't pass line, as opposed to the use 6 to win 6, which I maybe need to spend some more time going back to. But the TRG Wagering System 2 always be grinding on a craps table is a very slow grind. I can be much more efficient at a blackjack table and I appreciate being proficient at craps, but I'm finding that it just takes way too much time. It's an efficiency killer. I've moved a bit away from it. We had, uh, we played, uh, 18 slot machines with our own money using TRG wagering system two. We had nine winning slot machines. We had nine losing slot machines, we had a profit or loss from slot machines of 44 cents. So we won money this month playing craps. I believe that's the second month in a row. Kind of got off the slide a little bit there. Uh, had a couple rough months. Uh, so we did make money uh, about you know less than half a day's pay. We received $1.07 in free slot play. We made $1.37, round up, call it $38, $1.38 using that free slot play. So we did much better than the 50% mark on that. Our final, oh, our expenses, our final, no, let's do it this way. Our final profit and loss from gambling was $44.61. So $44.61 total profit from gambling with our own money at slots, gambling with our own money at tables, and playing the free slot play we were given. We had expenses of $6.22, and then I will say that while I didn't tell you anything about Philadelphia, all of our Philadelphia expenses are in that number. So our expenses were a little higher because we started an anniversary trip right at the end of the month for an anniversary that's the first day of the month. That gives us a final profit and loss after expenses of $38.38 on the if I earned a dollar a day scale. Really, really happy with that. Really, really happy that after two days of losing uh, seven, eight units or seven, eight days pay that rebounded, finished strong, won plenty of money, did really well in that regard. In terms of the other stuff, in terms of the non-cash stuff, we received $8.19, call it rounding up in comps. And I'm always happy if and when our comps exceed our expenses. Because that really means that we just bought everything we bought at a discount. Right? We It's okay. They gave us $8.19 of stuff and we spent $6.22 to get the stuff and we still won $38.38. So we got both the, the cash and the comps. And so the expenses start to notch, not, not matter. Ugh, easy for me to say. The expenses start to not matter. We received $0 in match bets. And that is the fact that, uh, match bets are becoming free bets. They're not casino, not as many casinos are doing the match bet things. At least I should say, maybe I should say our casinos, the casinos we go to the most have somewhat moved away from match bets. Casino one is still about the only place that does match bets. And we really need to get back there. We know we haven't been to casino one in a while. We need to show them a little love. 
Free bets, though. We got $1.92 in free bets. Excellent. Almost two days play in free bets. We got $1.86 in gifts. And a lot of that was gift cards. And so that's that's just dollar for dollar value, right? It's great. You get a pair of pot, set of pots and pans. If your kid needs it for an Airbnb, that's great. If you can sell it and get half the money, that's great. But when you give me a gift card and I can buy gas, that's even better. For the whole month, to wrap the whole thing up. Oh, wait, you should read your notes, TRG. All of this, as I've done the last two or three months, all of this is going to be available in exactly this format, in exactly the format I use on the website. Go find the the, the blog post with the results for July 2022, and you will see all of this information so that you can go through it in detail. If you have questions, you can send me questions. Total value into our lives in June from gambling, the cash, the comps, the free gifts, the money to gamble with, all of it minus what we spent, $52.13, call it fourteen, $52.14 $52. in value into our lives in 30 days. That's crazy. That is pinch me crazy. And I'll be honest, I'm kind of going through uh, pinch me this is crazy kind of mode and I'm giving all of you all the credit. I'm not sure if I hadn't done this podcast if I'd be having results this amazing. This is a result of that mindset. This is a result of that discipline. That is a result of tightening down a lot of uh, a lot of what I'd learned over the years. I've, I've often been told and I've often experienced in my own life that the best way to become really good at something is to teach someone else how to be really good at something because you have to think about all of the things that you do instinctively, all the things that you know how to do. I also say, knowing this accountability is coming at the end of every month is a part of this. You know, being accountable to someone or something is a very real part of having success. And I do think we're seeing a little bit of that here because I do not like months like June of 2021 where I have to come on here and work through why we lost and how we lost. I don't like that at all. So, Great month. Details are on the website. Happy to have had a, a win to talk about. And let's see, that makes that makes March winning, April winning, May winning, June winning, July winning. That's what I promised you at the beginning. At the very beginning, I told you with the core concepts, you could make money doing this consistently. And we are seeing with the pandemic completely gone for all practical purposes from a functionality point of view that I was absolutely truthful when I told you about that because the kind of money I've made since uh, March 10th is is money you can live on. It's money you can pay bills with. It's money you can buy couches and furniture with. I know because Mrs. TRG did. So I've been, what I told you has now been proven out over the course of 94 episodes. Over the course of all these episodes, this has been proven out. Please tip your waitresses, tip your bartenders, tip your dealers. If you have a host, tip your host. Don't tip away your wins. I've spoken. Everything you heard here is true from a certain point of view. It's time for leaving, and I hope you understand I was born a rambling man. Love it, hate it, it don't matter. Please share with your family and friends. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for sharing your time with me today. I am grateful as always.